MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, here on a Monday morning, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Mitch Moss, along with Paulie Howard. And every Monday at this time, Kenny White, professional football handicapper, uh, joins the program. You can get his newsletter at kennywhitesports.com. All right, sir. Uh, thanks for the time, as always. We appreciate it. Go ahead. Uh, take us through some of the most uh, misleading box scores from the college football weekend. Guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, I uh, hope you guys had a good, ho- everybody had a happy and safe Halloween. Uh, this weekend in, in football, it was Halloween weekend. It seemed like so many games were misleading. Georgia Southern uh, versus Georgia State. Georgia Southern lost the game 21-14. They outgained their rival by 108 yards at 1.0 yards per play, 6.6 to 5.6. It was two turnovers and two fourth down conversions that, that cost Georgia Southern the game. Look for them to bounce back this week. I got two really big ones. I'm going to save those for the big games of the week. They'll mm-hmm. go in those those topics, uh, which maybe the two are the biggest ones, at least one of the biggest ones. Uh, Indiana uh, outgained Maryland 6.7 to 5.8 yards of play. Freshman Donovan McCulley played a great game, 14 for 25, 242 yards, two touchdowns. I look back and said, well, how could he not win this game with those type of numbers, not throwing any interceptions? We had three big plays. Uh, equal to 124 of those yards. So more than half his yards came on three passes. The other 22 passes had the other half of his yards. Michael Penix Jr. could be back this week for Indiana. Uh, UTEP, this is an up-and-coming team. Dana Dibble, keep your eye on this team. This is a team you just bet them. They've covered five straight weeks. 
They lost to Florida Atlantic this weekend, but they outgained Florida Atlantic by over 160 yards, over over a yard, uh, over 1.2 yards per play. They had two turnovers and they failed on fourth down three times in the game. Uh, the teams combined to go six for 32 in third down <laughs> conversions. Uh, yeah, horrible, horrible third down by both teams. But that shows UTEP's defense. They were just unlucky on offense. The Illini outgained Rutgers by 1.1 yards a play, 6.1 to 5 yards. They lost the game 20 to 14. Both those teams combined to go 6 for 27 in third downs. And then Arizona State, uh, they played even with Washington State. They had five turnovers in the game while they lost the game. Yep. Three fumbles. That doesn't rarely happen. Look for uh, Herm Edwards' team to bounce back this week. Arizona State be in a better spot. Okay, some of the big games. And now Nebraska, oh boy, uh, this is their Super Bowl now, but at home against Ohio State, and the line is 15. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, Polly, I had Super Bowl written on my sheet because you're right, it is their Super Bowl. They have six losses now, too, so they can't lose another game. they got to win three straight to get a bowl bid. Uh, they are my other team that was a misleading box score. Against Purdue, they outgained... Uh, Purdue, 6.9 to 4.1 yards of play. They outgained it by 2.8 yards of play. Um, a, a horrible game. Four interceptions by Adrian Martinez. He only had three in the entire season going into that game in 221 passes, and he threw four in one game. Uh, Nebraska should have won that game easily. They lost by five points with all those turnovers. I think they bounced back. I like Nebraska. I think this is a horrible spot for Ohio State. Okay. Uh, that was a tough game against Penn State last weekend. They gave everything they had, and the Super Bowl game leads me to believe that Cornhuskers are in this. They'll be in this for the long run and uh, give themselves a chance to win. I don't think they win, but I think late in the third quarter they'll be in the game and have a chance. So take Nebraska plus the points. All right, what do we do with Texas? They're at Iowa State. Uh, eight games into Sark's tenure. He's lost by a bigger margin than Herman ever did. He blew a bigger lead than Herman ever did, and he's lost more games in a row than Herman ever did. Yeah, Herman's a better coach. <laughs> he just didn't get along with that. Uh, it'd be amazing to see where he where Herman ends up next year, but uh, he just didn't get along with the uh, um, staff and anyone there on campus. He was just too big for himself. But Sark is, yeah, Sark is very inconsistent. But this game here, I feel like th these two teams right now, after Iowa State's loss, the, I, Iowa State is still three and two in the Big Ten. They're one game out of that second place spot, and Texas is two and three. They're two games out. You know, it's it's you're right on the bubble of having nothing to play for, or maybe having something to play for. So I'm going to play the game over. Uh, Texas's defense ranked in the hundreds. Uh, the offense is very good. Uh, Casey Thompson, 64% completions, nine yards a pass. Uh, they got B. John Robinson at running back. He'll go over a thousand in this game. Uh, the other side, Iowa's Iowa State has gone over in four of their last five games. The only game that went under was the Oklahoma State game, who plays very slow, has a very uh, below average offense and a solid defense. So the offense is coming around. Brock Purdy, seventy-three percent completions this year, eight point four yards a pass. He's been destroying it. But the key to the game is going to be. Uh, they're great running back. Hall is going to go over 1,000 yards himself in this game. Texas allows 202 rushing yards a game at 5.2 yards a pop. I say Hall goes over 200 himself, and that's why this game goes over. It's just going to be back and forth. Texas will not be able to stop Iowa State, and then 
Casey Thompson and the Texas offense, they'll find ways to score in this game, just like uh, West Virginia did this past weekend. Okay, very good. So you like the over in that game. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Kenny White is our guest. Look, I mean, we all live and breathe here. We've watched and, you know, bet on the Pac-12 for many, many years. Typically, at some point, the team at the very top of the standings or the best chance to maybe, like, make it to the playoffs or, you know, a championship run, whatever, they stub their toe, right? Uh, the Ducks now of Oregon, Lane, uh, you know, touchdown or more on the road against Washington. Do you think they stubbed their toe this weekend, or are they going to handle the Huskies on the road? Yeah, I think what your statement you said is correct, Mitch. I mean, we're all left coasters, and we're all like, when will we get a big-time West Coast team in the playoffs, and, and we're hoping that a Pac-12 team will show up. I think Oregon will do it this week for the reason why. I've downgraded Jimmy Lake's rating in my book to a C-plus at best. I, I don't think he's a good college coach. Mm. I think he's a coordinator. He's not a head guy. He, he's shown it. His team's one in, uh, two and six ATS, and, and he had a great defense this year, but they don't stop the run. That's the problem with this game. 178 yards a game they allow on the ground, 4.6 a carry. Uh, Travis Dye and C.J. Verdell will have a huge game in this one. Oregon will be able to run the ball at will. Um, lay the points, lay the seven. I think Oregon will take Washington behind the woodshed this weekend. The Washington offense is just horrible. Yep. Uh, Dylan Morris is a you know a statue in the pocket, only completing 61% of his passes. He has almost as many INTs as touchdowns. Uh, it's a bad situation. A coaching mismatch because Cristobal really plays to the level of the competition. He knows what he's up against, the good Washington team. His team will be ready. They're on the road. I think you, uh, Oregon blows them out here, Mitch. All okay. right. Perfect timing. Perfect timing because the rankings come out tomorrow for the first time with the TV show, with the committee. Give us your top six ranked teams in order. Yeah, it's not going to probably look like the committees because, again, <laughs> they're going to go by more win-loss records. Yeah. But Georgia won. Uh, Alabama still number two. Ohio State has moved their way back up to number three. I have Cincinnati number four, a great story. That will be, it's just too bad Ohio State and uh, Cincinnati couldn't play in that first round. And there's a possibility they could because Alabama could could take a, could get another loss in this yeah. season. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Oklahoma number five, uh, they looked much better this weekend. Caleb Williams continues to impress. That offense continues to get better. And then Oregon at number six right now. So be big for Oregon to get a win here because they could just move up a little bit more in the standings. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan State is second or third tomorrow. Where do you have Michigan State power rated? They're a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite at Purdue. Yeah, that's going to be a really tough spot for them. I, I had Michigan State uh, right now tied for ninth with Oregon, uh, or with Auburn and uh, Florida, the Gators. Uh, I know the Gators didn't look good, but they did play Georgia, so you got to kind of give them a break. And I know they've lost four games this year. But it is still, they've still got a lot of talent on that, in the, on that football team. Uh, Michigan State looked very, very good this weekend. But again, um, I'm afraid these teams may slip up. Michigan State has a couple of spots they could slip up in. Yep, agreed with that. Mm. So you're saying that, per your numbers right now, on a neutral, Ohio State would be a two-point favorite over Cincinnati. Yeah, it's right where it'd be. I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me if Ohio State was three or three and a half in that range, but they're not going to be a a monster favorite over over the Bearcats. Mm. There's no shot. What would you do, Paulie, in that spot? Let's say Kenny's right. Let's say they would open it up three or three and a half. Yeah, I'd lean Ohio State, but you're right. Ritter has to play better, but at that 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 performance against Notre Dame looks better every week. At least what they did defensively by yeah. shutting yeah, them yeah. down. That was a hell of a performance, and Notre Dame looks like they're going to go eleven and one. But I, I would uh, lean with Ohio State there. But that that's that's a good that's interesting, Kenny. Uh, Kenny, because a lot of people are saying that that'd be a huge point. Not in no way. 
No way. People saying, oh, there were huge. And that's the other thing. Don't that's not you don't decide a champion that way. But who's favored on a neutral? It's not how it works right. either. Right. right. Great job, Ken. Yeah. Yep. Can't play it on paper, that's for nope. sure. Yep. Cincinnati believe that would be Cincinnati has been trying to play that game forever. Yeah. Ohio State will not schedule Cincinnati, that's for sure. Well, you want to talk about Super Bowls. Yeah. That would be Cincinnati's yes. all-time Super Bowl, right? I mean, uh, yeah, again, you no, can, no doubt. Yep, you can yeah. sign up for Kenny's newsletter. It's uh, kennywhitesports.com. Great stuff today, Kenny. Uh, have a good week. Yep. Thanks, guys. You too. Have a great weekend. Yep. Great week. It's already the weekend. Download the freeoddstrader.com app. Compare betting odds from licensed sportsbook. Access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Oddstrader.com. He's got... So he goes Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Oregon. Oklahoma, I'll be interested to see what they do with Oklahoma tomorrow. He's got Oklahoma half a point yeah. behind Cincinnati. They've not been impressive this year. And there's nothing They're, on the resume. They, they are better. With, I mean, they, well, it, that's true. much better, though, Absolutely. with Caleb Williams so far. Yeah. Yep. Although but, they, well, the Kansas game. I know, the Kansas game. Yeah. They're losing at halftime. Yeah. And they have a bye week, and then they close with Baylor, Iowa State, and then uh, Bedlam. So the big boys are coming up, at least for Oklahoma. I, I will not be surprised if they lose. If the Sooners lose a game in the, in the regular season, that's not going to surprise me at all. Uh, I need, we need that to happen. Need that to happen. Yeah, Get them out of there. Well, I want to know what's going to happen if... See, I think there's no way if... Well, if Bama has two losses, they're not taking that team over no. an undefeated no. team or a team with one loss and wins their conference championship. There's, I don't think they're going to do it. They've never done it before. Follow the money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Paul is going to recap the entire weekend with line moves, bad beats, and win some, lose some. Coming up. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Plenty of big tickets cash. Mike White, most passing yards, 100, 150 to 1. 37 to 45 for 405 and three scores against the Bengals. And the Jets finally scored in the first quarter, right down the field. Great job by White. And the Jets shocked the world, plus 475 on the money line. Mitchell, most rushing yards, 18 to 1. He had 137 yards in the win against Chicago. And Samuel went crazy with a buck 71. He was 20 to 1 for most receiving yards. That's the other thing, too, about it. I don't, I don't want to hear that tomorrow, and I don't want to hear it in all of November. Well, they'd be a seven-point favorite on a neutral. What does that mean? It's the year of the upset in college football. It sure is. How many 20-point dogs? Three 20-point dogs won two weeks ago on the same Saturday. That's right. I don't want to hear about so-and-so. How'd that work out for the Patriots in 07 against the Giants? Hey, I mean, can, I, can I give you some major breaking news? Uh-oh, what happened? Adam Schefter tweeted two minutes ago, Titans running back Derrick Henry suffered a potentially season-ending foot injury Sunday during the win against Indianapolis. Oh, no. Sources reported to ESPN. Henry is undergoing an MRI today to determine the full extent no. of the damage. Again, that's Adam Schefter. Potential season-ending foot injury to Derrick Henry. Oh, man. That is uh, oh. gigantic news here this morning. Oh, boy. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, I... I'm going to look right now to see what if anybody's hanging up uh, to lead the league in rushing like yards. Put it, yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. Hop on it. Chubb, Zeke, whatever. Uh-huh. Purdue money line plus 250. Washington State money line plus 545. Beat Arizona State. Led big in that game. Kenny just mentioned all the turnovers. Miami, 3-1. to one, one at Pitt. Bowling Green money line plus 450. Dropped 56 at Buffalo. West Virginia money line plus 260. Beat Iowa State. Soccer, Premier League. Crystal Palace, 21-1, to shocked Man City, 2-0. Liverpool, draw, 5-1. UFC, Teixeira by submission, plus 750. To win in round two, 15-1. Murphy, to win in round two, 5-1. Petrovsky, round three, 9-1. And Olasajek, to win in round one, 
He was 8-1. to one. A couple of videos, as always, subscribe for our radio and podcast people. Get up there, Beeson.com, my girl, Megan the Stallion, her puppy, French Bulldog. Great video here. Hey, some spinach? Who wants spinach? Oh. He's not a fan of Popeye. Oh. You want spinach? <laughs> no? He's shaking his head. You don't want that spinach. He knows. You don't want that spinach? No. You don't want that spinach? <laughs> yeah. One more. No, that's it. That is awesome. Three times he shakes his head. Get that out of my face. I want a treat, a real treat. No way. This is good. Uh, the, the 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 dog's lying in bed with the owner, and the owner, the dog licks the the owner's face. You reciprocate something? You pet me? <laughs> and then slaps her, slaps her down. But okay, frog you then. You're not gonna play? He's got a scarf on. A little, little bandana? Uh-huh. That's awesome. And one more. This is a great. Another great Halloween costume. People ask, was this Mike Palm's kid? When is Angel Hernandez? Blind? Stick? Yeah, Hernandez on the back? There you go. The whole get up. With the blind up. Very well done. That was creative. Yeah. Lose some. Goal in the first 10 on Saturday in hockey? Yes, 0-10. Oh, 0 for the board. Ridiculous. Georgia, Florida over. 46 up to 51. 34-7 final. UNLV, Nevada under, 62 down to 58, 51-20. Florida Atlantic, UTEP under, 53 down to 48, 28-25. SMU, Houston under, 67 down to 61. That was wild. 44-37, Houston. Utah State, Hawaii under, 70 down to 66, fell 82. Liberty, UMass under, 60 down to 56. Liberty gets the total themselves, 62-17. Oregon under, 53 down to 49. 52-29 52-29 Ducks. Oklahoma State, Kansas under, 58 down to 54. 55-3 final. Buckeyes, Penn State under, 58 down to 54. That fell 57. Georgia Tech and over. Pick up to 4 and 51 up to 56. 26-17. The Colts plus 1 went up a 3-point favorite. 14-0 early. They lose the game in overtime. Bengals and under. Look ahead line. 3.5. Perfect storm. Great win. Horrible performance by the Jets. Quarterback injury. We don't know about White. Went off an 11.5 point favorite. And 45 down to 42.5. Bengals lose 34-31. Browns 2.5 up to 5. Lost outright. Scored 10 points. San Francisco, Chicago under. 43 down to 39. 33-22. The Vikings plus 2.5. Went off a 4.5 point favorite with the DAC news. They lost. Bad for the books. Rams 14 up to 17. Ones by 16. More on that game in a second. Patriots plus five and a half down to three and a half, and the over 47 up to 50 and a half. 27 24 over the Chargers. The Bills 11 and a half up to 14 and a half. One by 15. Minnesota four up to seven and a half beat Northwestern. Louisiana 18 up to 21 crushed Texas State 45 rip. BYU Virginia over 64 up to 67 and a half. That was 66 49. Rutgers and under plus two went up the favorite and 45 down to 41. Beat Illinois, Nebraska under, 57 down to 53, 28-23, lost to Purdue. Auburn and under, pick up to three, and 72 bet down to 67, beat Old Miss 31-20. San Jose State plus one, went off the favorite, beat Wyoming by six. Bad beats, here we go. Florida State and under, and how about the Clemson team total? Florida State down three late, they try the lateral garbage, Backwards, 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 and then Clemson falls on it on the final play in the end zone. Florida State plus nine and a half and under 47, no good. Kings Pelicans under 221 and a half over the weekend in the NBA. 73 fourth quarter points. 36 points in the last 330. 18 points in the final 107. 
113 to 109. That last nugget is, is very difficult to do. Oh, God. You got to be kidding me. Celtics Wizards under 224. Double overtime. 115 to 112 final. Tampa, New Orleans, first half over. Missed extra point. 23 and a half for 24. It was 16-7 as a result of the missed extra point. Bengals team total in first quarter over against the Jets was tough. Goal line stand. They get the ball back, and then the final play tackle at the one. Dolphins plus 14 or 15. I don't know how Buffalo covered that game. And this one, the Rams lane 16 and a half or 17. It's 38-0 with nine minutes left. McVay takes Stafford out of the game. He puts Wolford in. They can't get a first down. And the Texans get not one bite, but two onside kicks in score 22 to close the game and get the very important two-point try. 38-22 final and a doozy from soccer. Arsenal and Leicester City over two and a half Saturday morning. 2-0, 18 minutes in. 2 nothing final. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Okay, so I was unsuccessful. I cannot find any book right now. Uh, I searched several, but I'm, I'm sure I missed a couple. I would be on the lookout definitely as soon as you can today to see who can lead the league in rushing yards, the kind of numbers you can find out. Again, the, the report from Adam Schefter less than 10 minutes ago. Derrick Henry suffered a potentially season-ending foot injury. And by the way, now the Rams up to seven across the board, the way it looks on the, uh, for the Sunday night game. Yeah. That moved instantly with this news. But, so Henry, if he's out for the year, he leads the league in rushing right now by like 300 yards. Behind him is Jonathan Taylor at 649. Nick Chubb has 584. Mixon sitting at 572. Zeke is right there. You can probably find, uh, how about this? You want to take a long shot in Lamar Jackson? Sure. Lamar Jackson has 480 yards rushing. That's, uh, uh-huh. you know, 160 behind Jonathan Taylor. God. 170 behind Jonathan Taylor. It's like Charlie Morton. He got he kept he got hurt. He kept playing. Yeah. And Morton with the pitch on the broken leg. That's right. What he throw? 16 pitches on the broken leg. Right. Oh God. This is terrible. That changes the whole offense. Well, we're going to find out exactly how valuable he is to that offense overall. Yeah. Right. Oh. Man. I know there's a talking point. Um, a former NFL coach uh, just said evidently on his show that uh, there's no player in the league that m- means more than Derrick Henry. I mean. Well, can they make a trade tomorrow? Who's out there? Not that someone can, can duplicate what he brings to the table, but who could they? And would someone want to help them out? I mean, they were. They're looking at the one seat until was, this happened. I know. Who would it be? You want to call the Lions? I know Jamal Williams didn't play this weekend, but they have Swift and Williams. That team comes to mind. What do they have to play for? Uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the entire NFL season, and they're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their reduced the juice promos on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge. With thousands of dollars given away each and every single week, pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 to play. Uh, More on Derrick Henry and the news coming up here in a few minutes. And uh, we'll recap our weekend. 
from a betting perspective with in-pocket plays and tell you what we are betting today and for this week coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. <laughs> All right, before we uh, run down what we bet and uh, what we're on today moving forward, good reaction. Thank you, as always. We're on Twitter at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. Um, the timing here for the Titans, they actually got quite lucky, dare I say, because the deadline's tomorrow. If it happens next week, they can't make a move. Yeah. So I thought for sure you were going to say Watson. Watson trade. traded. Although that appears to be dead now because Miami got with them and said, let's settle all these lawsuits. Right. And and then, so then the Texans jumped, bumped up the asking price. Right. But once they got wind of it. So it looks like that's not going to happen. So the news is, again, per Adam Schefter, it looks like uh, Derrick Henry... His words, potentially season-ending foot injury yesterday suffered. So now what do the Titans do? And also, be on the lookout for Offensive Player of the Year Yeah. Uh, markets, if they're available anywhere, which I doubt they are right now, But because uh, he was a leader in the clubhouse at that. God, I uh, had $1.10. That's a Jeez. Oh, that's terrible. Um, that sucks. Anyway. This is from Joe. How about uh, Samaji P. Ryan with the Bengals? Tony Pollard? I don't think the Cowboys are going to trade Tony Pollard, no, though. No, no. How about De- uh, Dearness Johnson and the Browns? But I don't know how long Chubb's, or I'm sorry, um, Hunt's going to be out. That looks like he's going to be out for a while yet. So, I, man. Well, an AFC team's not going to help him out either. Well, that's unless, one it's of my, a, unless it's a really nice ask. I mean, they're not. Right. One of my first thoughts was the Texans, but I mean, maybe it doesn't matter inside the division. Uh, people have spit out uh, Marlon Mack, but I don't think the Colts would want to trade Mack. And by the way, other people are finding the Titans around 15 or 19 to 1 to win the division. Yeah. Not, not the Titans, the Colts. The Colts, oh, the Colts right. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought the same thing. If you could look at that. The guy said it moved from 19 to 13. Bam, just like that. Um, but that's... To me, it changes their whole team. Especially because yeah. Julio can't stay uh, on the field. That's right. And what, what, maybe and, and get on the Rams right now. Teasers and lay it with the Rams. Their next two games are against the Rams and the Saints. Oh, we're going to find out right away uh, Brian Tannehill and what he really means to the offense too. Um, Strange. He kept playing. He did. And you wake up to that. Oh, oh, the last tick that I saw yesterday was like he had the Colts were doing a great job shutting him down. Like 23 carries for 63 yards at one point. Like he was getting his usage again yesterday yeah. and bam. Okay. Got one more thing too. Oh. The response has been great today. We only t- briefly touched on it but it was a big response as you can imagine. Uh there was a guy who failed to submit all uh, five uh, yeah. five survivor picks, and he was screaming. He was livid at the staff here, saying, I should have received the courtesy call. What's wrong with you? People want him banned. Other people are saying, how about a courtesy email? Uh, another guy compared it to poker tournaments. Like, they don't, they just take your chips. Oh, sure. But they don't, yeah. you get blinded off, but saying you still have time. Uh, but another guy's. But this is right too, where Derek Stevens always says, this. even if you're a local, get a proxy. Yep. But why risk it? It's a lot of money on the line here. Of course. And and it's a thousand dollars to get, and the guy just punted five grand. He did. And but but th- again, 
what are we doing here where it's can you make an exception can you help me out and it's your fault it's not my fault i forgot to get my picks in two weeks in a row we've had this in both contests here with a guy seven inch there was seven people didn't get the picks in he was five of them and he wanted a courtesy call how dare you and then the guy who was in second place in the circle millions forgot to put his picks in two weeks ago and said Eh, is there right. anything you can do for it? Like, they, they post the deadline. It's in the rules. 3 o'clock deadline every single Saturday. Are they supposed to bend the rules and get in trouble? You know, I mean, again, it makes, grow up. Grow up. Put your big boy pants on. <laughs> um, get a proxy, though. You're right. It'll never happen. Yeah. So I, I had the Seahawks. That was a winner for me yesterday. Three and a half against the Jags. Yeah. That was just, um, that was all, it's all anti-Jacksonville for me. All, all of it is. I think he's just one of the worst that we're ever going to see. I think Urban Meyer's that bad. I can't be strong enough on him, how awful he is. Okay. Uh, Michael Carter, that was over on the first drive, basically. 18 and a half, that number's going to go bye-bye. That's no longer going to be available on him, but over 18 and a half was the easiest bet I think I made all year long, so that was a winner. Uh, I did bet, look ahead, the Patriots two and a half last week at the Panthers, and so this was in pocket. Talked about it. Um, I can find the exact date. Yep. It's in my account before the season started. Games of the year available. Bills minus six and a half against Jacksonville. The Bills are now 14 in the game against the Jags. Look, um, we've seen, though, what closing line value really has meant a lot of times in the NFL. I mean, what, what did it mean last night if you had the Vikings plus the three? It's a killer. What if you bet the Bengals minus three and a half a week ago against the Jets? No good. Mm. And they went off an 11 and a half point favorite. Um so, my college bets and how they did over the weekend. Yeah, Iowa. Oh, God. That was pathetic. That, I never even talked about that yet today. The back-to-back calls when Iowa's down 20-7, to they got the ball. Eh, it's not quite at midfield. But they, on third and one and on fourth and one, they go back-to-back fullback dives. <laughs> I mean, Vince Lombardi would have been proud. Yeah. Right? John, yep. John Gruden, probably watching by himself, was uh, in a very happy mood watching that. That's straight out of 1960 for you, folks. Can Is, Gruden still leave the house yet? Probably got to give that a year or two. Yeah, I, I, Show your face in the yeah. community. I think that's tough. But. Yep. Yeah. Loser on me. By the way, I could never get out from under this game. Yep. Michigan, Michigan State was a dead loser, and it was going over the entire time. There was no way in play to get out. Um... And there was a winner in the SEC with Auburn overall miss lane two and a half. Good job. That was good. Yep. Falcons, please. The Ridley news didn't help, but that's the last time I take the Falcons this year. They can go hurt somebody else. Yeah. Every time I've been on the Falcons, I've lost, and it started week one against the Eagles. Can't believe it. Broncos, winner against Washington. Fangio, come on, clean it up. That whole sequence there at the end was ridiculous. Fumble, pass. Run it again, fumble. How about you just take a knee? That's another thing. Uh, Colts, 14 to nothing early, but you saw what happened there. Wentz playing like a uh, high schooler. Playing like a rookie. Throwing it up left-handed at his own goal line. Jets, ice cream, plus 10. Won the game outright. Who needs the points? Outgained the Bengals by 200 yards. Mr. White, what a story. College, I had the Auburn game as well. Thought it was a horrible spot for Ole Miss. That was a winner with Auburn. SMU, Houston over, easy, 62 and a half. This was weird. Kentucky, uh, I, I, gave, I bet Kentucky lay in one. They went off the dog. They were up 10-0 early. Right away. I know how broke loose. Rodgers carved them up, and uh, Kentucky gives beat. So the Pirate, no candy corn for him. Good win for Leach. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. FTM at Beeson.com. Another good email. I missed one. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, hello, Los Angeles. We'll talk about you tomorrow. The Lakers were up 29 with six minutes and didn't cover last night. Up 29 yep. with six minutes yep. against uh, Houston. One by 10. They play him again tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, more uh, more people rat. are making the case on Twitter for um, the Colts to be, they said they should not worry whatsoever that you're inside of the division. Trade Marlon Mack to Tennessee. Don't worry about it. All right. More NFL people are saying the same thing. Okay. Well, you're right. Everyone's got a price. Of course, yeah. So if they're going to give you something, but that's, I don't want to see that. That's terrible news. Yep. So overall, what does Derrick Henry mean again to the number? What does he mean long-term? Well, they're going to tell you running backs don't have much value. But with this guy, I'll disagree. This is a conversation we had years ago with Zeke Elliott. Right. This, I mean, years, this is years ago now. Dak's numbers were horrendous when he was off the field. Correct. And we had injuries or suspensions. What he meant in the passing game as well. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell you running backs mean nothing. Yeah. Uh, and, going, and certainly the sport has changed, even from a couple years ago. When you saw the big numbers that Tomlinson would put up, Sean Alexander, Priest Holmes, guys like that. But from the point spread standpoint, they'll see you know, running back not that big of a deal. But with this guy in this particular case, the one other guy I can remember was Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers because he, he had so many damn receptions. Sure, what he meant well, rushing I mean, and receiving. Paul, are we kind of not seeing it right now with Carolina and McCaffrey? Oh yeah, they're lost without him. Is, isn't he worth a couple of points? I know people are going to go default and say uh, no running back is worth more than one point, but there are exceptions to the rule. I think Derrick Henry would certainly be one of those guys, right? How much I don't know. Yeah, because this is this is where we got to love your job. Stuff like this. What's it, what's the difference between a quarterback injury, the the backup, yep. running back stuff like that, and then you're going to see it tomorrow. Well, so and so would be favored on a neutral against. It. Okay, tomorrow's going to be ugly with this college football. Oh, it really is. And yep. everyone checking in about well, Ohio State would be laying this against Cincinnati. Number one, it means nothing. Number two, that's not how you determine a champion. And number three, you're wrong. And this is also the upset, the year of the upset in college football. So mm-hmm. take that somewhere else. One more thing on the Henry front. You know, they play a Rams defense coming up on Sunday night that have been very vulnerable uh, against r- rushing attacks. It's not like this is the Rams defense from a year ago. Like, you can get the ground game going against this Rams team, and if the, if the Titans can't, if they don't make a move before the deadline tomorrow, or even if they do and they can't run the ball against the Rams, I mean, it's one sample size, I get it, but... You know, I think expectations would be for Derrick Henry to have a nice game against that Rams defense. After this, they get the Saints. Great job by this organization, though, navigating this schedule yep. to get to this point. I mean, I was looking to bet the Colts. Couldn't find a good enough number three weeks ago, but to go through the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Colts in back-to-back weeks, that is the gauntlet, and they are unblemished after that. That's insane. We will run down the opening numbers for Week 9 of the NFL, including that Titans game against the Rams, coming up next. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Keep free for go this football season with the Pizza Hut Thursday Throwdown. Playing this four-part contest series for your shot at a share of 20000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pizza Hut now to get in on the action. No one out pizzas the hut. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. So, moving forward here, looking at uh, Week 9 in the National Football League. Uh, the opening numbers from last night. And I'll begin with that uh, Sunday night game with the Rams against the Titans, L.A. at home against Tennessee. We just ran down Tennessee's schedule and uh, who they have beaten on the last three weeks. It's outstanding. Bills, Chiefs, Colts now, back-to-back-to-back. Opened up six-and-a-half. Immediately shot to seven everywhere today with the news of uh, Derrick Henry potentially being out for the entire year. Adam Schefter tweeted that out uh, within this hour. And by the way, here's another tweet from Adam Schefter. With this news of Derrick Henry being out indefinitely. Running backs that might be available via trade due to depth chart or team standing. Kevin Coleman. 
Jets? Has he been healthy at all this year? David Johnson or Philip Lindsay? Again, mm-hmm. that I immediately thought those two teams in, in the same division, but who cares? I mean, Texans are awful. Yeah. Um, I actually think I think Lindsay would make some sense. Would they would Tampa trade Jones? I guess he's in uh, the doghouse. He, he fumbled week one against Dallas, and he was benched, and we. <laughs> It's been well, a hit for Joe. I, I see. I think a bunch of these names do make some sense. Yeah. Like I like Lindsey. How about Tyson Williams from Baltimore? I don't know. Uh, you get down to Jones. You throw in Melvin Gordon like he did. He, although in parentheses he put unlikely. Denver should be on the phone with Tennessee. Again, what what is realistic for Denver this year? Maybe a playoff team. Maybe you squeeze into the seven. But you can like you drafted Javante Williams. You don't need to have this two headed. Monster, right? You can be fine moving forward. And yes, this is, I'm being selfish because I have Javante Williams like in every fantasy draft well, league that I'm in. But you could, you could pick up the phone and have that conversation about what you could get back from Melvin Gordon. Two things. You can't be stubborn if you're Tennessee and say, ah, we're good. We'll, we'll, we'll trust the guys we have. And the other thing is you still have to go for it. Look at the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. I mean, the Braves are like, ah, we lost our best player. All right, well, well so what? Sure. And they blew it last night. But still, they're, they can win a World Series. I think Jones does make some sense as well. As you said, doghouse. This has been Fournette's team now since the, that fumble early yeah. on in the season. Like the Buccaneers are fine at running back. I, Mike Davis came to mind right away for me as well. Because this has been, I mean, the Corderell Patterson show continues in Atlanta. Scored another touchdown yesterday. So, like they brought in Mike Davis in the offseason. He was supposed to be the guy, but clearly it's Patterson. And Davis, the 10 AC, I think would be a good fit. And then they brought, he brought up uh, Rashad Penny as well. And then the Colts kick off week nine on Thursday, laying 10 and a half against the Jets. Uh-huh. And for the people who want it, boy, it's still going to be hard for the Colts to win the division. If you want to take some futures there, because Jets at home, Jacksonville at home. But then they play Buffalo and Tampa. So remember, they're, they're essentially four games out. Correct. We're halfway through the season. They, they, got, they, they don't have Tennessee left on the schedule. They were swept. Yep. So they're really, even though with this huge injury, they're still up against it. I don't think there's enough of a runway right now. Not enough. No. No. Because, again, Tennessee still has those cupcakes left on the schedule. And Indy has to play Buffalo, Tampa, New England, Arizona, and the Raiders. So you can only look at the schedule and say that's four wins for the Colts. Right. And I wouldn't even say that's a gimme now Thursday with White. No, no, no. They'll they'll win. But Jets, Jacksonville twice, and Houston. But still, you probably go 0-2 against Buffalo and Tampa. So. How many tough games do the Titans have left here? Well, Sunday against the Rams, now a touchdown dog. Saints, no doubt, going to be tough. By the way, another test, because the Saints defense is great at stopping the run. Mm -hmm. Okay, Texans at home week 11 at Patriots. That's not an easy game. The bye week comes in week 13. They can handle Jacksonville at the Steelers. Won't be easy. I don't know what to say about the 49ers. And then they close with the Dolphins and at the Texans. They still should be okay in terms of let's let's just sling it now. I mean, when healthy, I would think you have so, yeah. Brown and Julio. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the Tannehill is Julio ever going yeah, to be healthy? Right. Yeah. And the other news is because that's a big game coming up against the Saints. Apparently, the Saints uh, have no interest in Cam Newton, so yeah. it's going to be uh, Simeon, and then they're supposed to get Hill back at some point. Right. But how how they're going to do this now with Winston likely done for the year? Felt bad for Winston yeah, yesterday. I, did, I know that was no good. But it's going to have to be. In, so when Taysom Hill comes back and he's healthy, like what do you do there if you're Sean Payton? Well, you're right. You can't run that like gadget stuff 
in weird offense with Hill. He's just, no, he's no, just no. been out with a concussion. He's If he's playing the role of full-time quarterback, you're not going to have him running right. around like yeah. that all the time. And how, it, it, went, it went well for a half yesterday, but talk to me in a couple. Oh, no De- doubt. Denver knows what we're talking about. Yeah, correct. Let me, know, let me know about Simeon. But then again, that guy's an unbelievable coach. And a couple of years ago, he didn't lose a game with Breeze, with Teddy Bridgewater. That's right. So uh, that's why we love this sport. It's crazy. Oh, the Bengals, watch out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, sure. yeah they vomit on themselves and get beat by the Jets. You finally had the big upset. You saw what happened with the Saints beating the Buccaneers, and they have Brady's number for whatever reason, at least in the regular season. No no Dak, no problem. Rush throws for 300 yards, and the Vikings lose at home. Chargers, where we're crowning them, and Herbert, they get beat by the Patriots. Yep. The Browns look awful again at home. I mean, that, yep. that, that was the NFL we all know and love finally. I go back to Thursday night when – I mean, that number ballooned on Arizona hosting Green Bay. Like, how are they yep. going to move the football? What is this? And they go out there and, yeah, okay, Green Bay wins the game. And they were the, much the best of that game, in my opinion. Um, anyway, other numbers that we have for week number nine, National Football League, Miami 7, 7.5 against Houston. This all hinges on who's going to be the quarterback for the Texans. By the way, yeah. I know they were, the Rams were up 38 nothing, but when I watch the Texans play, when I don't want to poke my eyeballs out, um, I go back to that game against the, the Panthers on Thursday night when they ran their hurry up, two-minute warning, and Davis Mills looked good, and then yesterday out of desperation, come again, I, I understand. It's 38 yeah. nothing, so it's going to be, you know, prevent defense, that kind of deal, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, but how about you maybe consider doing this a little bit more with Davis Mills? Has it entered your mind at all as a head coach? Hey, the guy actually looks good when we go tempo and he throws <laughs> the ball around, and okay, yeah. like 29 to 38 yesterday turns out to be a damn good day. For Cup three. again. Like you said, every game he puts up numbers. See what you can find today on Cooper Cup to win Offensive Player of the Year. Player of the Year. Because Derrick Henry was the favorite before this injury. Cup's number, he has 10 touchdowns already. Mm. Uh, Baltimore's 5.5 against Minnesota. Hard to make a case for the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, that's off a bye last, last night. Yep. Horrible. All the way around. Play calling, Zimmer, back-to-back timeouts, the dump off to Zeke. Justin. All things considered, that was one of the worst performances by a team, like a team that we think is going right. is okay of the entire football season. And I'll save the best for last. Members of the Vikings defense said we didn't prepare for rush. Yeah, how about that? We prepared for Dak all week. Okay. Zimmer, time to go. Bye-bye, Zimmer. See ya. Uh, Dallas is eight against Denver. New England's now three at Carolina. So this is going to be I don't Belichick against Darnold or Walker? I bet two and a half on New England last week. Mm-hmm. Again, they are three plays away from being seven and one. They're not bad. Pretty good football team. Buffalo is now 14 against Jacksonville. Hello. Concerned, concerned about the offense? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I don't, here's another thing. I don't understand how Josh Allen's like two to one to win the MVP. I today. don't get that either. What are we doing here, folks? Yeah. That number is absurd. Uh, Cincinnati's two and a half against Cleveland. Up to three at some spots. Mm. Probably stay away. Uh, Vegas, three. At the Giants, that's three even money. i got to see what happens tonight. Will, will they have enough healthy guys? I mean, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Giants have so many guys that are hurt. Saints open four and a half at Atlanta. That's up five, five and a half now, the way it looks. Don't know the quarterback play there for the Saints. Gonna be, that's going to be a tough spot for the Falcons offense. Saints are good. Uh, Chargers, yeah, two yeah, and a no half Ridley. at Philly. Yeah, no Ridley now. And right, yep. yep. I like the over in the Chargers-Eagles game, 50 and a half. Uh, okay. KC, two and a half or three against Green Bay at Arrowhead. Huge game. Are they still favored if they lose tonight? I mean, are they going to toy with this Chiefs power rating at all? That's a good question. Some people are dropping them, but it's like it's like Kenny That's White. That's a really good question. It's like Kenny White with Clemson. Yeah. I guess we have to put his new team now, Florida. 
like, yeah. how about the record? How about the week in, week out? <laughs> you know? Yep. You still going to tell me the Chiefs are a top 10 team? Arizona's two and a half at San Francisco. Down to one and a half, I saw it one spot. I got to see what happens with Murray. His bad ankle. Mention the Rams again. Derrick Henry yep. potentially out for the year. Rams are six and a half. Uh, now seven everywhere. The seven on the news city of Derrick Henry. Again, if you're just tuning into the show right now, you're like, wait, what, what did you just say? Yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter, 45 minutes ago, tweeted out potentially season-ending foot injury. Derrick Henry yesterday. And then the Monday night game, the Steelers. My prediction is uh, Steelers will be a very popular survivor pick. For six and a half against the Bears. And don't forget, VEASAN has programming like this live all day long, every single day, including right after us with the numbers game with Gil Alexander. He's going to be joined by South Point Sportsbook Director Chris Andrews. And the two of them will try to guess the upcoming NFL lines for the week. That's a numbers game coming up next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Head to VEASAN.com to learn more about what we do here and all the places you can watch us now. We have to be on the lookout. Books will put up, I believe this, by tomorrow. They will put up odds on teams to be the top four in the committee. Yes. I think I think at least one or two books will put that up. Concur. That is that is a great discussion. I don't know what they're gonna do. It's gonna be a hound's breakfast. Yep. But I did I do I am confident. I am confident Michigan State could be two or three. <laughs> yep. All right, that'll do it for us. Good luck with your betting tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow, seven Eastern. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.